Hello, hello. Welcome back to the From My Understanding podcast. I'm your host, Jazz, and I am super excited to have this podcast platform and super grateful to all of you who have found me either by accident or on purpose. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to what I have to say. It feels amazing to be able to create on such a platform with a lot of authenticity and transparency. Those are two things that I value the most when both consuming and creating content. So thank you. Today's episode, episode four, season one, and this is one of the first times that I referred to an episode with a season because subconsciously I knew that if I referred to episodes and seasons that I would have to keep going and make it a habit. And habits are something that I have been super complacent about setting, especially when it comes to this podcast. Which brings me to today's topic, which is on the battle of complacency and force when it comes to pursuing goals and manifesting that overall dream life. So let's talk about goals. Goals are those things that we desire to either accomplish or experience during our lifetime. And we definitely acquire more and more of them every day. You know, every time we see something that we can relate to or see something that we desire, we are making up more and more goals inside our head for ourselves. So on that topic, traveling is and was something I have always been very passionate about. And it is always on my goals list, okay, to travel to different countries, experience different cultures, music, food. It's something I love to do. It's it's in my placement. It's in my chart placement. And before I even knew this, I knew that, you know, it's something that I am meant to do. But the reason why I'm talking about traveling is because that's part of what prompted me to do this episode based off of an experience or a state of being that I had during and coming back from a country that I traveled to. Now, I'm not saying that me going to this country is what caused my state of being, but it was also the fact that I probably went there alone. I went to Cozumel, Mexico in October, towards the end of October, around the 21st, I believe. It was a birthday trip that I gifted to myself. I was like, I want to go somewhere this year for my birthday. Listen, if, if y'all coming, it's fine. If y'all not, it's cool. I'm gonna go anyways. And that's what I did. And that is something that I am really glad that I did. Of course, building up to that time, like before I was going to leave, I would try to like talk myself out of it and say like, you know, maybe this is not for me. I ain't never done nothing like this, but this is always something I wanted to do. So am I really qualified to do it? Yes. I am qualified. Anybody else out there that feels like that? Yes, you are qualified. So essentially like desires, these desires are specific elements that make up how we create our reality, right? You wouldn't know how you want your life to be if you didn't have new things inspiring you and reeling you in every day. So yeah, I went on this trip and this trip... (laughs) (laughs) I think I planned for it to be like this wanderlust travel. You know how you hear like the, you see those vlogs and you hear like the music in the background and you, you see like the pins and the, and the, and the just relaxing editing. I think that that's what I initially wanted this to be in the back of my mind. Like subconsciously, I wanted this to be that, but (laughs) that wasn't what I needed. Okay. I got exactly what I needed from this trip and I am super 
super grateful for it even though it led me to a period of complacency but that was something that I needed and I was only forced into this state of being because I chose not to be mindful and really just listen to signs and internal messages a trip that I desperately wanted so bad to be this mystical magical and spiritually evolving experience was all that and then some like I got the nitty gritty I experienced a lot of shadow awakenings should I say because a lot of the things that I probably wanted to push to the back of my mind about myself or even just try to hide from other people, it showed up on this trip. And I feel like these things that I went through internally were so much more intimate because I was with myself. You know, I was alone. So it was like, I'm the only one here noticing this and it makes it so much more like impactful because I had to really sit with myself and sit with these emotions which was so infuriating and frustrating at the time but it ended up being beautiful as I reflect back on it now because I was being prepared for something and I couldn't see it then but I definitely reflecting on it I see it now so I booked this e-bike tour to go to Punta Sur which was an eco beach park in Cozumel and like I was looking at pictures I was like oh this is gonna be like such a beautiful experience like I'm gonna get a lot of pictures I'm gonna get a lot of video footage and it just it just didn't go that way okay I ended up like canceling the whole tour after I got there because I didn't know how to ride a bike I don't know how to ride a regular bike um, I haven't tried since I was younger I guess that part of my like childhood I kind of cut off and I kind of grew out quickly so I never really practiced how to ride a bike so in my adulthood I don't know why I'm surprised that when I got there I didn't trust myself to ride this bike so I literally went to the meeting location and this lady did a guided practice with me she was so nice she was cool um, she was telling me how to throttle she was telling me all of the different settings on the bike and then she was like, okay, now you try it. And she was kind of, she was there, but she kind of had to like stand back a little bit, obviously, because I'm riding a bike. So she did this and, and she let me go. And it was like, it was like I was a kid again. I didn't trust myself to balance. I was hitting the throttle button too hard, almost hit like two cars, went into oncoming traffic. It was ugly. Like it was not a pretty thing. And I did not like that. You know, I did not like that I was seeing myself this way, seeing myself not being able to do something or not trusting myself enough to do something. And it's very shadow like of me that instead of going through this challenge and like, you know, maybe even at the time being a little embarrassed, I could have transmuted that into something else. At the end of the day, it would have been like a cool learning experience for me. But instead, I chose to just cancel you know, I was like, I'm not going to be on this tour and be the only one not knowing, you know, and, and wobbling around, just embarrassing myself. Even if that meant that I got to see something so incredibly beautiful and just only in that moment, I canceled. And instantly after canceling, after walking out, I was like, I shouldn't have done that. Like, why did I do that? And I wanted to go back, but it was just like pride got in the way and and I allowed myself to just sulk and just just be sad I was like you know what I'm gonna just go back to my Airbnb like how shadow like right instead of facing it I'm just gonna turn away and just just not look at it just shame myself for it that obviously wasn't the right thing to do but I learned from this I learned that this is something that I frequently do and no location or extravagant moment is going to pull me out of that unless I allow it to so it was all about me just allowing and I did not allow 
every time I make a decision based off of fear, there is instant regret. At the time, I felt like I got nothing from abiding by that fear. But I really, I learned an important lesson, even if I did not see it at the time, that fear was only there to stop me from moving forward. Anybody going through this or has went through this, understand that pushing through that fear is when you get that that aha, that beautiful, that evolving moment that you were expecting from that experience. So please do not let fear stop you. I know it's easier said than done, obviously, <laughs> after hearing my story, but it's true. And that was just one of the few encounters that challenged me not only to expand, but to acquire a lesson. Those things that we feel are only there to cripple us and hinder us are really there to teach us. And there was a lot of lessons and awakenings that I was experiencing just in the period of those four days. I feel like it directly related to the relationship of power versus force. It was like I was trying to force these things because I wanted them to happen so badly. And if they didn't, I would just be complacent. You know, it's not even about doing one thing or the other. It's about being balanced and aligned enough to know and to be able to hear what it is that you need to do, right? Or that I need to do. And I <laughs> I wasn't comprehending that. I was trying to create content. I was trying to be present because I knew that that was something that I needed to do. And I was trying to become familiar with my physical surroundings. So there was a lot going on. And by content, I meant I was trying to vlog slash blog because I do have a YouTube channel and I plan on creating a blog for my travel content. And also just building other platforms to kind of showcase the different avenues that I identify with. I'm also a photographer, an entrepreneur. I have a wellness brand called Jashia. I am an individual specialized in marketing, right? So these are all these things that I am trying to embody, but content creation was the highlight of that trip. And I was still on the brink of building an audience. I still am through content creation for my travel content. So before picking up a camera and speaking to people from a really raw and captivating standpoint, was super new and it, it felt a little weird to me but when I was in Mexico it felt so natural I guess it was sort of like an an outlet in those moments where I was like actually alone I would pull out my camera and just kind of show my experience in Cozumel Cozumel is a very beautiful place by the way if you haven't been there you should go it's lovely I loved it but yeah before it was something that was so like kind of like cringy and kind of hard for me to do but it just became so natural when I was in Mexico and that was something I didn't really pay attention to I thought like okay I guess I was just getting better but yeah that and just focusing on the physical surroundings trying to get used to them I was in this area where I had never been before so I had to be not even necessarily cautious but more so conscious of what is going on around me so having all these different focal points that I was trying to make sure that I focused on being present kind of fell through the cracks. So of course, life created situations for me where I had to be present, whether they were situations that were at the time unfortunate or 
whether they were really beautiful encounters with people. Like I met this guy, I think his name was Miguel or something, but he sold Mayan bread and it was so delicious. And I went back to the same spot every day to try to find Miguel, the Mayan bread guy, but he was not there. It was like that one time experience that I really valued so much and on the other hand i had this angry taxi driver experience i guess i can give y'all the story (laughs) so i decided to go to this beach resort because i hadn't been to a beach and this was my second to last day in cozumel so i hadn't been to a beach my entire trip so i decided like hey i'm gonna go to this resort specifically because they were the only people that had the horseback riding i love horses y'all everywhere i go especially out of the country i feel like i have to ride a horse but anyways yeah i decided to go to this beach resort i had planned to stay there for probably about two to three hours which i did had some food, enjoyed the ocean view, did the horseback riding tour on the beach, and we went through kind of like this jungle area, which was just a bunch of trees in nature. I loved it. I unfortunately did not get in the water during my time there because I was alone and I didn't have anyone to really watch my bags. I don't know. It was a mental thing for me. I still wasn't allowing myself to trust people, especially this being my first time out of the country alone. But anyways, I did all that. I experienced all that and I was ready to go at this point. So I stayed kind of in the resort and I used my phone to call a taxi service because I had been using Facebook and I called the taxi. They were like, okay, your taxi will be here. They gave me the number and everything. So I was like, okay, I should probably go outside the resort now and wait for them because I don't know exactly when they're going to get there. I knew that where I was staying was like 20 minutes away from the resort. So I was like, okay, I should probably like go wait, you know, because it probably won't take the whole 20 minutes. So I went outside to wait and there was these two guys. They worked there, kind of like the entrance people. But when I came in, they didn't really check me for anything. They were there and they were like, oh, you need a taxi? And I was like, no, no, thank you. I already called one like on the app. And they were like, oh, well, you're not supposed to do that. if There's taxis already waiting out here because I guess it would create some sort of like turf battle taxi beef or something like that. I don't know. But they was telling me about that. And I was like, oh, OK, well, I didn't know. I already called one. So. And at that point, they just kind of left me alone, but they were like snickering and like laughing a little bit. I'm not going to assume what they were talking about, but they were doing that. I guess I kind of let that bother me a little bit or kind of get in my head. So I was like, okay, I'll just take this taxi. They called him over. By the time he got over and got ready, that was probably like another five minutes. I was like, as long as I leave before the other taxi gets here, that should be fine. And I had already texted them that I was going to cancel my taxi ride but when I looked at it they didn't respond they were like he's already on the way so I get in the taxi and as we're leaving out of the resort I see the taxi that I had ordered and canceled I see him coming in and I knew it was him because it was the exact same number that they had told me on the Facebook messenger so we leave I'm like oh like somebody's gonna get in this taxi like it's not gonna be that big of a deal we get about 10 minutes like halfway there And we're in front of like the Mayan Plaza, I believe it's called. But we stop at a red light and the taxi driver that I was supposed to get into, you just see him whip around our taxi and pull on the side, let his window down and just starts going in like he's yelling at the taxi driver. And then he looks at me and says, you call a taxi? And I'm like, yeah. He was like, so why did you get in another one? I'm like, I don't know. I tried to cancel it, but I guess it was too late. I didn't know that there were taxis already waiting. And he was like, um, he starts talking to my taxi driver again. 
basically telling him like oh so who's she gonna pay like what's it gonna be my taxi driver the one that I was in he looks at me and says are you gonna pay me 200 pesos or are you gonna pay him I didn't really say anything I just I handed it to him and I was like thank you and then he pulls off that happened it was just uh it was just a lot of confusion going on. Not a lot of intuitiveness going on on my part because if there was, I wouldn't have been in that situation. But that was the story. <laughs> I definitely learned from that to not order a taxi and get in another one. I mean, I didn't blame him, but still, he didn't have to do all that. I just took that for what it was and just went back to my Airbnb to kind of recoup. I'm not going to let that one experience dim my reflection of Cozumel because I still really love it but just like everywhere that's a touristy area you're gonna have people that are trying to make a living just kind of be aware of that and bear with them I say that to say it wasn't all glam and glitz there were points where I got really frustrated and was put in situations that I didn't really have to be in but they were needed because I was not being mindful so when you are not mindful and not present in the essence of your being and who it is that you are you can really attract and start to experience things that are just not aligned so fear was also a maintaining factor that I had because obviously I was alone I had never done this before and I had my family in my ear my family and friends in my ear you know with a bit of fear that kind of seeped subconsciously into my mind all these things that could happen to me I was like nah no I am divinely protected regardless of where I am but still some of the things that they were saying did seep into my subconscious because I allowed it to I was open to that feedback from other people and open to other people's fears open to receive their fears or their dialect about fears i'm not saying that to just kind of block out anything that anybody has to say because of course we have to become comfortable with contrast but don't allow people to tell you things that aren't your truth this is why it's super important for you to make sure that all of your chakras are balanced but especially your throat and heart chakra because you can really start to believe things that don't belong to you right so just have compassion and take it for what it is their truth not yours so if you are experiencing something where someone is saying something to you about you or about your experience and you know you feel like this disconnect or this unsettledness and you reflect and you still feel that unsettledness about it there's a reason for that but I'm going to touch on something I said earlier about me not being ready to take the trip or not feeling like I was spiritually ready to take the trip and digress by saying I was more than ready the things that happen in the way that this trip played out happened exactly the way they were meant to happen initially it may not have been my desired theme but it was exactly what I needed fear always provides that y'all it wasn't this like wanderlust travel photographer black businesswoman luxury trip it wasn't just that but it was so much more and I really want to emphasize that it was also this experience that brought me back to the present constantly and highlighted that every life experience is an opportunity for mental physical and spiritual growth now there were times where I was literally trying to force things to happen times where I just was like okay I'm gonna just be and times where I just was sulking and didn't know what the hell to do I experienced all three of those things that force that complacency and that surrendering moment I want to talk a little bit more about the difference of the three my experience and my reflection on what has really helped me in terms of manifesting and accomplishing my goals so a common definition associated with force is strength or energy as an attribute of physical action or movement which i felt like was the perfect definition of force 
like literally trying to push things in your life, whether it's physical or energetically to evoke action or experience. Unfortunately, this does not work. Anything that you force or attempt to force in your life will not sustainably last. So I had to learn this the hard way. In Mexico, I literally scheduled tours every single day, short or long. I was like, I gotta be doing something. I gotta be adventurous. I gotta be on the go. You know, I gotta do, do, do. Force is just not it. First of all, if something doesn't energetically feel good coming into your life, I don't know how we can think that it is something that we will desire to have in our lives in the long term. If it didn't feel good coming in, right? If we had to force it in and put all this work in that we, first of all, don't resonate with, I don't know how we can think that it's something that will be sustainable. Force embodies lack. You don't trust that something is going to come to you or that you are ready for something or that you are on the vibration of your desired feeling. So you try to push it in. Force is self-serving. You're not doing it for any real reason. And when I say real, I mean non-material reason, right? The only reason that matters. For example, you want to have a lot of followers just so you can have a lot of followers just to boost that ego, you know, just so you can be popular hot shit. I don't know, but not Not even because you want to influence people, because you want to expand the collective, because you want to spread love. That is real reasoning. And force is not that. And that is why it does not work. And that is also why 80% of those tours that I scheduled to do every day, they also didn't work. (laughs) Like they ended up being canceled or not available the day of. Actually, I don't want to get into that. (laughs) Had me standing outside for a tour that just was never gonna happen that is where force will have you and a few of those times on this trip where i was just aware that this was not working i would decide to surrender to cease resistance that is the straight to the point definition surrendering is something that is crucial especially in spirituality knowing when to just pause and be still understanding that everything is going to be okay you do not have to constantly force and push because everything is going to be all right at the end of the day and i did this very very few times i think i can remember like one or two times that i did this you know i just had a talk like okay i know i'm doing too much right now i'm gonna just stop i'm gonna just be present be in this moment experience this moment i would meditate i would journal I would pray. I should have done this more often. But like I said, it was a very short time period. I guess I just wanted to feel as if I wasn't wasting my time there. But yeah, I definitely should have had more surrendering moments. But I didn't, which led me to my state of being when I returned back home to the States, which was complacency. Complacency or complacent, to me, it means knowing what you desire, but not actually doing work to get there and just being content about it. You're like, all right, you know, I know what I need to do, but I'm just not doing it. And I know that I'm not doing it. And I know that I know what I need to do. So to me, that wraps up what it means to to be complacent. But if you guys are looking for a by the book definition, um, here's one. So a feeling of smug or uncritical satisfaction with oneself or one's achievement. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Of course, adding on that fact that you're okay with not doing anything about it. It wasn't my intention to be complacent um, when I returned back home. Of course, I knew that I needed a break, but it wasn't my intention. Of course, I got sick. 
And it's funny because these same symptoms were in spots that affected my chakras and my energy centers. So my entire body was aching. My throat was aching. Not only was my throat sore, but I had also lost my voice. Because when I got back, I had planned to do all of these videos and put out content, but my body had other plans i was going through this sickness due to my lack of awareness of the mental dis-ease that i had been experiencing ironic right but no this is how we manifest sickness within ourselves by having that lack of attention to our mental state and the array that it is in this is why mindfulness is super important as i was talking about earlier but yeah i was forced into this state and i took the hint after two to three days of rest, I was feeling so much better. But I wasn't exactly in the mood to be mindful or in the mood to make any plans or goals. I was so thrown off by everything that I was experiencing. I was just confused. So I allowed myself to be complacent. I knew that I needed to do both the spiritual work of healing myself and also get back into my business but I just would not allow myself to do that. I was in this state for about a month until I just again kind of went into overdrive and abused my revenue incomes just all work 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 still ignoring my spiritual and my mental state at this point. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't until I was like okay it's enough of this. Don't act like you don't know what's going on here because you know. So I started to get back into myself. Um, I did this by indulging in a lot of motivational content. Not motivational like get up, you can do it. But just really started listening to people that I admire. Um, shout out to Lynette Atkins and the Unpack and Bounce Back podcast by Sky Townsend and Raina Biddy. These are some of the people and things that really just got me all the way together. Just to recap before I continue, I got back from Mexico at the end of October before my birthday. I took a month-long break in November and December is around the time period that I am talking about where I was listening to a lot of really inspiring content for my business and spiritually. Um, I had been nourishing myself with this content, content especially on consistency and discipline because that had been a real issue for me as I talked about earlier. But once I got into this mindset and I actively started doing things and showing up for myself everything that I had been going through just came full circle to me and I had a better understanding of it so I had this fire lit in me and because I seen how crucial it was for me to nurture myself mentally physically and spiritually I was like okay I'm making this vow to do this for myself now and after that I was just on go mode not in the way that I was before but this time it was different. I was more balanced. I was more focused and more ready for alignment. And I do want to point out two themes in the content that I was consuming. They were about different things, but they both gave me kind of the same underlying message. And that was one, that building habits are to adapt consistency. And then two, that when something is a habit of yours, you have no choice but to do it. So I had given myself no choice but to be aligned with exactly what was meant for me. And if that meant maintaining mindfulness to really hear and understand what is, then that's just what I was going to do. Through this, some of the things that really helped me remain aligned and really just focus on my goals without that element of force nor complacency was to feel good for one. And by feel good, I mean do whatever it is that makes you happy 
and that raises your vibration you want to genuinely feel good listen to music dance laugh write a gratitude list in any moment that you feel that you are in a state of lack resting is also something that i think helps people might rule this out because they may feel that they are being unproductive by choosing to go lay down but no sleep resets that mood that you're in you know when you sleep you feel better so if you aren't feeling good go to sleep you're gonna wake up you're gonna feel better another thing is discipline consistency self-control me staying firm in my spiritual practice consistently going to the gym and eating right i made all of these things habits habits breed consistency and the last thing is action i know it sounds a lot like force but no action in the spiritual sense is just spending more time deciding what your desires are and checking the intentions of those desires in order to work towards them give give to the people around you give your time give your money give your prayer give your advice give kind words give love you also want to believe in yourself this not only builds confidence but it shows you that the only real limits are the ones that you are placing on yourself through your thoughts through your intentions through the way that you go towards your goals and you also want to do things that show that you are ready and expecting to receive the results of your goals and your manifestations. For example, you desire a new rug for your new apartment. You just got this new apartment, but you weren't able to get that rug yet. So some of the things that you can do is make space for that rug, clean house, find the perfect place to put that rug. Make sure nothing goes there because you're saving that space for this new rug that you're getting. You know you're gonna get it, right? You feel in your core that you're gonna get it. Don't think about the fact that you haven't received it yet. Instead, focus on that feeling of having it. That is more important than the time. You know, time isn't as relevant as your vibration towards something and the amount of energy that you put behind it. That is what brings it closer to you. So don't waste energy on focusing on the absence of something because that is all you will receive. By doing this, you are only self-sabotaging and prolonging the process of your goals and manifestations with your complacency and disregard for the importance of alignment. Overstand that this is where the true power resides. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you. And this has been From My Understanding.